Welcome everyone to the first, sorry, the second now episode of MFN Redstone. Today we're going to be joined by Vision. Yes, sir. And with Jordan. Hello. So without further ado, let's get straight into the pod. So this is, first up, what we have for you is our Heisman race. Isn't that correct, guys? Yes, yes sir. Alright, so we're going to start off with Jordan. What's your number three pick for the Heisman, the first runner-up? Three picking the Heisman is... So is this going to be end of the season, or are we talking about right now? We're, we're, like, if the Heisman was today, who would be number three on the Heisman board? Alright, for me, number three would be Shadow Savvy. Putting up two good weeks, one decent week against an LSU defense. Very good. And... I think he's number three. He's up there. I think he's slowly starting to regress from the start of the season, and I think he's going to his draft stock. Also, that's the next segment, will drop as well because it looks like a new quarterbacks are emerging, such as X uh, and AJ. Very talented. Probably going to be the first pick in the draft. And the Pittsburgh quarterback, Ashton, and the other, and Trash Panther are both as well talented. All right, so who's your number two? My number two here is going to be Vision. Vision's put up some pretty good numbers. One, two, three. The switch to Louisville, he seemed to fit in there more. Got less targets per game, but it seems like he's on a very winning team now that uh, gets the job done. And proven that he can work with many offenses with Joe Biden at receiver, Klee, and Revenge in three separate games. All right. So now, Jordan, who is your Heisman? Uh. It's his personal bias, but I think my Heisman's going to be Jordan as well. Uh, he's winning in the Heisman votes currently, and the QB bias also is just there. In order for Vision to do good, the quarterback needs to do good, and seems like I am ahead in the Heisman for Vision right now, so I think I'm doing good. When you, when you, that's cap, bro. You're predicting yourself to win. <laughs> uh, nah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to mute. I was laughing. Alright. Next up, Vision. Who's your number three? My th- my number three pick is AJ. Yeah, a very talented QB who can play Robinson as well. Who can dominate a game like we've seen yesterday against LSU. So who's number two cheap for you? Number two. Number two is me, Vision. Uh, I am a great route receiver who can't really do well if I don't have a decent or good enough QB. So that's why we'll put Jordan at number one. So so both okay. of you guys are saying that Jordan's the Heisman? Yes. All right. All right can I up well, here? I guess I'm going to be disagreeing with you guys here. Uh, oh, yeah. What did you want to say? Uh, my thing is why Vision's the best receiver in the league is he has the most explosive route running, and I think he's definitely going to be the best slot receiver in the NFL because he does such little drag routes and out routes that just, like, five eight yards every play, and he and they like to drive, and Louisville seems to drive down the field very well with him. All right, so next, so finally, we're going to do mine. Number three for me, Shadow Savvy. Just like Jordan said, put up two great weeks in a row, and I think he's really proven himself to be just really something. I mean, I don't think he's going to win the Heisman personally, 
But I think he's really up there. So, my number three, Shao Savvy. Number two, I'm going to be going with Jordan. He's leading the Heisman votes, but I think that another special someone is going to pull away in the end. And number one, proving himself time and time again, I my Heisman is AJ. I, he's proved himself so many times to just be such a dominant player. His his quarterbacking skills are just unmatched. I mean, this kid can literally do anything. I've seen I saw him do so much stuff in the um against LSU, which is by far the best team I've ever seen play Minecraft football. And guess what he did? He beat him twenty nine to fourteen, and he was up twenty two zero at half against them. That is the domination from AJ. That is why I think AJ. He's an underdog here, but I think he's going to come and win it all. So like, let's get into a topic here with quarterbacks. So let's compare stats. AJ's been playing for two weeks, right? First week was yeah. Trash Panda. Yeah. All right. So AJ had seven touchdowns, I think. Seven or six. Which is a very a pretty pretty good number, knowing that he's faced two very good teams. And FSU yeah. has had to face uh, LSU, which is just a game that's... 29 points, pretty good stats there. And then you have, I don't think he has a single pick this year. He might have one. But I think he has one interception. That's a 7 to 1 ratio. It's a great, great uh, quarterback and skill. is a very good quarterback. And then the next contenders is X and Jordan. X has only played one game and Shadow Savvy. Or Air. Shout out to Jordan. Jordan has nine touchdowns in two games compared to seven, but he has two interceptions compared to one. So however you want, you can. But this is going to be a very nice race to the end of the season for Heisman. 100%. I agree. I agree totally with you, Jordan. This is going to be one of the best Heisman races I've ever seen in any league. And I've been in, like, four different leagues. And, I mean, of course, I'm only in this one. I want, I like to focus on one at a time, but still. This is going to be one of the best Heisman races I've ever seen. And seen. Again, I think AJ's going to come on top, and the other two are going to go with Jordan. But I guess we'll see. I guess it's time that we finally move on to the next subject, which is going to be draft prospects. All right, so next up, we're going to be talking about the draft prospects. So, Jordan, why don't you get us started? Who Who's the number one overall pick? Number one overall picked in the NFL draft going to the Pittsburgh Steelers for right now, unless they trade, is going to be Shadow Savvy. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be AJ because the draft is starting, I think, in one week if Joe Biden does not delay it again. No, I think they but changed it. I think that they happens, changed it Shadow whatever. currently is. Oh, because I think that AJ eventually is going to be a better quarterback than Shadow, yeah. but right now, currently, Shadow is going to I don't know if AJ's going to declare, though. I think, I, 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 this is my theory, though, but AJ's got really good AJ... teammates at Florida State. I think he might not declare. I think he might stay in college. And that that's something, that's my theory, though. Anyways, you may keep going. Uh, so here's the thing. Trash Panda and Chaka, two, they're two best players other than AJ are declaring for the draft. Chaka said he will not play for any team other than the Buffalo Bills with the coaching staff of Joe Biden and Jordan is okay, I guess. And he's a really good he's really close and he said this quote that he's not going he's not gonna play for them. So he's gonna fall probably and he's not the most active player because he's in Cleo's league. The M the M H C F A I think. I don't know how to 
and exactly what it is. But I know he's in Khalil, so he can put all of his devotion to that. He's a 15th ring player. He's inactive, so I think he'll drop to the Bills. And I think that Florida State, losing all those weapons, I think AJ will come out of the draft. All right. Well, I mean, draft prospects, you guys can look at our um, MFN prospects board. And, yeah, soon, soon I do want to take this opportunity to say that soon, MFN, we will be making a website. Um, it will probably be MFN, Weebly, um, but on there, you'll be able to see our draft lists, our projected players, for all this stuff. And I think you guys really enjoy it. Of course, Primetime and Red Zone will be available there. And we may also, we'll see, we, we're playing on the subscription service, MFN Plus, which we're going to have a bunch of extra stuff. But what, what, you know, again, we'll see where that goes. Anyways, so that's, so that's just, I'm just bringing that up because that's where we're going to be putting our draft board, our projected mock draft. And we'll have a live draft feature. So you guys can follow along with the draft live. Anyways, now that's done. Um, want vision. Who, who's going to be in the, who, name your top five players. Name your top five draft prospects. Top five right now. Yep. So number one, if AJ declare for the draft, it will be AJ. He's a great QB who can play all positions: defensive tackle, linebacker, cornerback, QB round receiver. It only if he declares. Um, my second pick. Will probably have to be Ashton Palmer, a great QB Ooh. we've seen uh, in, in Pittsburgh. A great QB who, you know, in Pittsburgh. My number three pick is going to be uh, Kai going to the New England Patriots because Kyler Wren is a QB himself, and he would need one of them deep, deep dirt routes with that will uh, get him yards when he need them. Number f- number four is is X is X from Ohio State going I to l- the I Detroit like line. Prediction. I like that. And X is a very great leader and very. I'm pretty sure he played QB and sometimes he like to pace uh route receiver to get yarded to make himself feel comfortable back at QB. And my number, t- my top fifth, my top five pick will have to be, and this is, hmm, and this is hard because I say it's either me, it's either Vision, well, if it's it's Vision, I feel like it's me because I'm a great route receiver who can do a lot of plays. I mean, get a lot of yards and stuff. That's all. all right. Well, I mean, I, I like that. I don't really have anything to say on draft prospects right now. Is I haven't been really in the draft prospect game. Don't worry. We'll be scouting. We'll be doing more stuff just to get you guys the latest news on the league. Um. So I think that's going to do it for this segment, a shorter one. But we should definitely move on to last night's big upset, Florida State and Penn State. So next up, we're talking about Penn State versus Florida State. And Penn State was LSU. So before we came into the game, me and Jordan predicted um, LSU and Vision predicted Florida State. 
Vision, um, what do you want to say? Are you going to say told you so? Nah, I'm going to say I told you so, but y'all should have went with the underdogs in that game. Yeah, I mean, they were some huge underdogs. I projected the final score to be 35-21 LSU, and you know what happened? First drive, LSU gets the ball, they go up the field, intercepted. And, and doesn't that just show the Florida State defense? Like, if, if the Florida State offense, if you guys aren't going to give them credit for the win, just look at the defense. Didn't they have, like, four interceptions? Like, they had four interceptions, but LSU, they, had four, they had four interceptions. But is, sometimes... Yeah, but LSU couldn't score against them. The only reason LSU got points is because when they recovered the onside, so they were already at, were at their, like, 25-yard line in good position. And then they got a touchdown because he caught it and then scored on an onside kick. Like, how does that happen, though? But my point is that they couldn't get down the field. And even with and when they did, the Florida State defense would, would intercept them. Like, here's a, like that's, this could be blamed on Tidy. He didn't have his best game, but, like, you, you've got to remember here that the Florida State defense, LSU couldn't get up the field. The only two times that they got points, they scored twice, is when they got the ball in very good field position from an onside kick. When they started in their own territory, they couldn't do anything, and that's something you have to remember about this Florida State defense. And it really scares, like, it scares me as a coach. It scares a lot of people. Like, this defense is not meant to be messed with. And we started off the game floor state. And what did they do to start the game? On the, like, fourth play of the drive, they went deep downfield and caught it and took it all the way. Like, AJ. <laughs> My guy. Like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the first Florida State possession that gave them the 6 nothing lead? Uh, I thought it was a fluke at first. I thought it was just a lucky, lucky stuff against LSU. For one thing, first of all, uh, and to a different topic here, I my prediction for this game was thirty-five to twenty-seven, FSU. I had them underdogs, but I did not expect this. I did not expect a blowout like that. And now, the new topic is Pittsburgh. They took over for LSU, and everybody's talking about how they're so good. I don't, I don't really see the hype here. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like who? Um, Penn State. He meant. Yeah, I mean, right. Penn, State, Penn State's going to have trouble in their first game, and that's because it's a whole new organization, a whole new coach. I mean, most of the same players, but with the new coach, they're, they're going to be running a different scheme. Like, Pizza's got a different approach than Seabass did, and that's why Penn State's probably going to end up losing their first first game with um him as a coach because they're not going to be used to it. It's going to be a whole different scheme for them. And anyway, um, I don't know. I'll check out in a second, but... Anyways, my point is, so now now we're at the point, Florida State just hit a long t- shot, but LSU blocked their PAT. So now Florida State's up 6 to nothing. Then it's a, then they end up, then um Penn State ends up punting. Florida State gets the ball back and scores another touchdown. So, so now Florida State's up 13 to nothing. They kicked it off, and it was at the, about the f- three-yard line. And guess what happens on the first play of Penn State's drive? Safety. Like... This, this even proves this Florida State defense safetyed the best team in the country. Like, really? This never happens. Tidy can get the ball off quickly. But, like, I swear, this defense. So, then now it's 15 and nothing, Florida State. And guess what they do on the final play of the first half? 75-yard touchdown. Bada-boom, bada-bang. Now, and now, 
everyone's thinking, oh, LSU's going to blow them out. And guess what? It's 22 to nothing, Florida State. At halftime, what were you guys feeling as you saw Florida State taking down the number one ranked team, 22 to nothing? Um, I was feeling very good, actually, because I'm on Louisville, and we're taking the count. And if we win against what was Ohio State, I don't know what's going on with the schedule, but yeah, if we if it's Ohio State on, I think, Saturday, we will capture the division, so. Yep. Or uh, the conference right now. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, so, I mean, it. but here's the thing. You've got Ohio State, but you still got to beat Penn State. Penn State's still number one in the conference. They only have one loss. Like, Penn State's wow. still... Penn State lost, but they're still number one. I mean, so These what, are... how do you, what do you think about Florida State, though? Uh, Florida State not losing. Yeah, they're going on the pandemic. And, and uh, I'm going to have to head out right now. Tuning in. For uh, my try of the podcast. Now, please let Brendan now and Jane Jefferson entertain you. All right. So, I guess we'll continue discussing the game then, just without him. All right. So, so now it's the second half. It's 22 to nothing. And LSU, and Penn State starts off with the second half with a, um, starts the second half off with the onside. And they throw it straight up, which is a good strategy. But here's the thing. Florida State looked like they weren't paying any attention because when the ball came down, there was no FSU players. It was just LSU. And they caught the ball to get the ball back. And with good field position, they ran up the field and got the touchdown to make it 22-6, to but they missed the PAT. And then a second onside kick. It's the same play, this time with Florida State people. They go off for it. LSU recovers, but here's the thing. Florida State forgot to hit him, and he took it to the house for the onside kick touchdown. So we're literally, we're one minute into the second half, and it's 22-14. to 14. And this is where the offense is shut down. From Now that's 22-14, to 14, there's really no offense. And after three quarters, Florida State still leads by eight until another cannon of a throw. I think this one was a 65-yard touchdown to the house. AJ to JJ, <laughs> and now it's twenty nine to fourteen. And LSU with no onside kicks couldn't couldn't do anything. They ended up punting. They ended up going for it turnover, like which ended up giving Florida State the twenty nine to fourteen win. Vision, what's your outlook on the game? My outlook on the game is that Florida State is a very dangerous team, a very heavily and offensively team. Well, call balance, I guess. We're going to call it balance. But very good on both sides of the ball. Have a good leader in AJ, Trash Panda, and Chalka. And know what they are doing. Yeah. The Florida State, best balance team in the league. I'm going to say it right now. They are the best balance team. Their defense destroyed Penn State. And their offense, the, the classic AJ to JJ, guess what? It happened. And it happened twice at least. Maybe even three times. But AJ throws... And here's the thing, before the game, AJ predicted himself to throw three passing touchdowns. He threw three passing touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, he called it. He, he, I mean, in our post-game, in our, our, post, our pre-game interviews with, the, with both teams, he was like, I think I'm going to throw three touchdowns, and he throws three touchdowns. That's, that makes my day. That's funny. Ah. Yeah, that's funny. All right, well, I think that about wraps up this game's highlights. 
Next up, we're going to move on to the talking with Florida State and interviewing their team and just getting an inside look. Hello. So first up, we're here with AJ. Hello. Hey. So AJ is the quarterback for Florida State, isn't that right? Yes. All right. So we have a few question questions to ask you. Mind answering them? Yeah. All right. Here we go. First up, what was your mindset heading into the game against LSU? Well, my mindset was we got to win. They talked so much stuff before the game, and we made them leave the entire league. Number two, how did you prepare for a great team like LSU? Um, Before the game, we, me and three of my receivers, we went into a round. I just practiced throwing the ball, getting blitzed, throwing on the run, and everything. And that really helped me during the game. Yeah. That definitely did help you. It definitely paid off, as we saw during the stream. Number three, do you think FSU is the best overall team? Yeah, so we have a stack team now. Getting Cole J. He's a good D-tackle and cornerback. And he's a good receiver that can get open when I have to get it off when a DT starts rushing. All right. Next, do you think you can win? You, yeah, do you think you have a chance of winning the Heisman? Or do you think you will? I think I will. All right. And number five, how confident are you that your team will be the champions? So next up, we're here with AJ, EJ, sorry, EJ, say hello. Hi. So EJ, what position do you play for Florida State? Cornerback uh, and wide receiver. All right. So I guess let's get straight into the questions. All right. Mm -hmm. First question that we have for you. What was your mindset heading into the game? Uh, just just destroy. After, after the interview they had about how they said they're going to beat us, uh, just my mindset was just to, just to hit hard and destroy the team. Yeah, just get some revenge. No one trash talks for a state like that. Number two, how, do you, how did you guys prepare for a great team like LSU? Um, it's more like it's more of teamwork, not getting mad at each other and helping us uh, have our mindset cleared. Before the game, we had some practices, and we were practicing a quick little practice. And 
helping our mindset get better. And we're trying to be as helpful to the refs and everything. And I just knew the, the second we started playing that it was going to be an easy game, just how toxic we were. All right. Number four. Do, wait, sorry. Number three. Do you think FSU is the best overall team? Uh, not trying to be cocky, but yeah, uh, we have the brightest future with all the guys, but I'm actually kind of scared of the new Penn State. I'm not even that scared, but I'm kind of worried about this new Penn State team. If you do know about Sleepies, he's the best monster. Yeah. That that can he's the best monster, so I have to worry about them. Then I have my friend James on the team, too, so it's going to be a good battle if we play them again in the playoffs, and I'm looking forward to that matchup, but I feel like our team has the best future right now. All right. Number four, do you think you have a shot at the Heisman? Uh, how long? I could have. Mm, no, I have a chance if I still play up. The, if I bring it up, but how I joined late and I was here at week one, but I didn't really like the league and I had stuff going on right now. When I joined back, I thought I kind of lost it, but there is a there is a chance I can still win Heisman, and I'm gonna try to work for that. Do you think any of your teammates deserve Heisman, and which, and if so, which one? Uh, well, if I had to really pick a teammate, I would pick all. But if I really had to, it had to go to AJ. His game yesterday was just amazing. He had two rushing touchdowns, tied the sack record, and all two sack, and then threw me a ninety-yard pass for a touchdown. Yeah, and AJ ended up winning the game MVP thanks to his performance, leading you guys to the win. And our final question for you: How confident are you guys? Are you that you guys will win the Natty? I'm very confident, but to go to that, what's it called? If I'm if I have a bright future, uh, I'm very confident in our skills. But uh, like I said, that if we do have to face uh, Penn State again in the playoffs, it's going to be a scary matchup. But I think we're going to prevail. All right, well, thank you for joining us. And next up, we're going to have Playboy Brian. Thank you. All right. So now we're here with Playboy Brian. Say hello. Yo, it's good. Um, what position do you play on Florida State? Uh, wide receiver and quarterback. Uh, I've, like, I had two phenomenal games. But the thing was, I had went on vacation these last games. I didn't know. All right. Well, what was your mindset heading into the LSU game? That LSU game, I had the mindset of trying to take control of them and to have a real good game, which I really I did. All right. Second, how did you guys prepare for a great team like LSU? We we like we practiced hard. We needed we needed each other to be active for these games because we knew it was going to be depending on our season you know yeah because we right. had before before everything we had you know uh did a scrum with them i'm not gonna talk uh they they really they really just beat us 59 so to 9 yeah yeah like pretty much it was like a big score like some little score so what we did was we had to like get our mindset yeah yeah you gotta get your head straight yeah, to stop. So that's like the sign to stop playing around. All okay. right. So, do you guys think that you are the best overall team in the league, and do you think that you will be the champions? Yes, I think we will be the champions here. All right. And last but not least, do you think you have a chance of winning the Heisman? Uh, since I'm starting to be active, uh, maybe, maybe not. I think <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. I'm at least gonna be a top. I'm I'm at least gonna be a top ten player. But you end up from Heisman. I might. I have that. I have that confidence in me. Yeah. I'm the type. Of, Got like, you. A lot of confidence. So. All right. Last question: If anybody on Florida State were to win the Heisman, which one should it be? Oh, my fake dad. Uh, uh, AJ, Justin Jefferson. All He's right. He's a great quarterback, a great leader. And you guys look up to him, right? Yes, I do. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And that's going to be it for the interviews today. Thank you, Florida State. Okay. And I guess we'll move on to our next subject. So what, so, so those are some very good interviews from the Florida State players. Especially, I loved AJ's and EJ's. Anyways, next up, we're going to be talking about under and over. This is where we basically just list some underrated players and overrated players. And Joe Biden, you're gonna go first. Name first up. Name two overrated players. Overrated. I th- honestly, it's gonna be unpopular, but I gotta say, I think Shadow Savy is very overrated. Ooh. I I think I agree with you on that one. Next up, who do you got for your second over? Overrated. Um, definitely tidy, bro. Uh, without Lars and Seabass, what's he going to do? Yep. I mean, he left, but still. He he'll was, be back. Yeah, he's very overrated. Next up, let's list your two underrated players. Who's number one? Number one, uh, I think Piggy Gold of Notre Dame quarterback. Ooh, really? That is... Yeah. I, I, like, so. I like that hot take. I actually, I agree with you on that one. All right, who's yeah, your second underrated? Good. Well, uh, I think Luck T of the Pittsburgh Panthers. He's been a lockdown corner against Ohio. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, especially when he used to play for Anchor Bay. Anyways, so now I guess I'll move on to my overrated players. My first one, I'm going to agree with you, Tidy. And I, I, I just think that any if the defense is just decently good, they can shut him down and relatively easy. And my my second overrated player, I think I think it's not much. Don't don't get mad at me, but I think Vision is going to be my second overrated player. I think he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's rated a bit higher than he really should be. Next up, my underrated. <laughs> Next up, my underrated. Number one, I'm going to have to say Mega Silver of Michigan State. He's a he's a quarterback that is used to playing wide receiver, but he's been he's been through some dimes against Louisville. And my my second underrated player, again, the, another one from Michigan State, and that's gonna be Shinichi. He's an amazing oh, wide receiver, one. amazing wide receiver. Yeah. But he's not like honestly, he could easily be top five in the draft, but he's only projected ninth. But so both I of mean, my he's not very popular. That's why. Yeah, that's but. why. But. So those are my two underrated players, both from Michigan State. And that's why I think Michigan State is ranked number four right now, but I think they could easily evolve with with Mega Silver and Shinichi, amazing quarterback duo. They've even sure. said how good of a quarterback duo they are. Next up, Vision. Who are your two overrated? My One of my overrated players will be... Okay, don't get at me at this. Don't get at me. But I... one of my... Overrated players is Shadow. All right. So you agree with Joe? Shadow. Yeah, yes. 
Shadow is. Alright, Shadow is a very. He's a good QB, but he cannot really throw the long distance pass that that you will need See, in games. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for someone to say that. That is exactly why he is overrated. He can't yeah, really. He don't really have the arm. And that game against LSU, he was missing like, so many times the wide open targets. It's, yeah, yeah. It just didn't look he got the field vision and awareness, but he just don't have the arm to throw a deep. Anyways, who's your second overrated? My second overrated. My second overrated is Ashton Palmer. All right, he's a good player. He's a good player on Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong, but he's his his. I'm gonna say awareness ain't really the best. Like he had an open lane and he could have ran the ball, but he decided to throw it away. Yeah, there's some people that think he's a first round pick, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, second. Hey. I I think I, I I he's a good player. I think second round is his fit though. Yeah, I'd say so. All right, so Vision, yeah. who's your first underrated? My first underrated will will most definitely be EJ Ghost EJ Metcalf. He's a good route receiver who can run the routes. Yeah, he'll he, he's a very good route receiver. He can run routes, and he's he just underrated. I I I'll agree with you on that. I but I I think he he's definitely underrated. But I don't put him in my top two. All right, who's your second? My second is Bakaman, a a very underrated uh, wow. CB. That that's yeah. an interesting point. Hey, if Zelfix still played, and if you remember, Zelfix was an amazing corner for Michigan State. He would definitely be my underrated because in two games he had nine interceptions. Yeah, you heard me right. Zelfix just picks up interceptions like it's nothing, but he ended up having to leave because to focus on real life football. So if Zelfix still played, he would definitely be my number one underrated. Anyways, yeah, but I agree with your pick vision. So I think that's what gonna do it for over and under, and then we'll move on to our final segment, which is talking about which is our predictions for week number four, and that's we'll exclude, of course, the previous game played games but we have some big games and i'm very excited to predict them so let's go all right so now we are predicting our week four games so let me quickly pull up the schedule all right so for so we're just going to be predicting the rest of week four we've had some schedule changes but of course floor state penn state was kept because we already did that um so i think we'll just like get right into it all right first up Louisville, Ohio State. Joe Biden, what's your prediction? I personally think Louisville has upper advantage here because Louisville plays some hard competition, and Ohio really hasn't played anyone all that great yet. So you think it's going to go to the Cardinals? I think so. I think it's going to be close, but I don't think it's, it's not going to be a blowout. So what's but your score I prediction? Maybe 25-23. I think another close game for Louisville. All right. Next up, Vision. What's your prediction? Prediction is my prediction will be Louisville winning. I'll say Louisville win twenty one seven. All right, and my prediction is also going to be Louisville 
Mine's going to be 24 to 14. Yeah, not bad. All right, all so... Agree. So next up, our next game of the week, and you know what, guess what? It's going to be an amazing, amazing showdown between two teams that really no one cares about. <laughs> all right, Notre uh, Dame taking wow. on... <laughs> Notre Dame at Pittsburgh. All right, who's your prediction? Joe Biden. Honestly, I'm saying uh, Pittsburgh takes a dub here. They're hungry for a win. They've been begging me to like help, begging me to like schedule them someone. But you know, this is just right. Oh, this is random selection of the schedule. So I think Pittsburgh is ready for to play someone, someone more of their caliber. All right, so. So I think Pittsburgh is going to take this. I think it's going to be thirty-one to fourteen. Vision, what do you think? I got Pittsburgh. Um, I say Pittsburgh because Northern Dame ain't really have the best offense, or ha they probably have the worst offense in the league. Actually, the worst offense in the league. All right. And you put a yep. team that got Pittsburgh who can grow so much more. Pittsburgh gonna win that game. All right, so not, so um, the final game of the week, Clemson at Michigan State. I don't know why they're scheduled to play because they're going to end up playing later in the season, just like most teams, but he changed the schedule. Don't know why. Anyways, Clemson is taking on Michigan State. So, Joe Biden, who wins? Michigan State, I think, will take it away. Clemson lost a lot of valuable players to them, and – Clemson basically has no chemistry right now, so Michigan State takes a dub, 21-7. All right, my prediction is going to be Michigan State taking the dub, but I think it's going to be a, I think it'll be a close game. I think Tomato can pull through his coach, and I think it'll be, but I think it'll be a close game right until the end, but I think it's going to be that fourth quarter that Michigan State kills them, and and I think hey, my score run, is going to be twenty-eight seventeen. And Vision, what about you? Let me run for at least like twenty seconds, okay? Okay, I say Michigan State because Clemson, their coach never be on to call the games. Their players will will be unactive. Probably they probably will show up, but they don't have the power of Michigan State. Michigan State got a good defense and offense that can put up numbers anytime they can. And Michigan State will win this 28 to 0. 28 nothing. Wow. Ooh, talk about a Clemson hater. <laughs> All right. So, and then Arizona State will have a bye. So, no MFN Stadium games this week. Anyways, that's that's it for this. Um, That's it for this segment. And that's it for this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for watching this episode. Uh, we had a lot of fun recording. Isn't that right? Oh, yes, yeah. we did. Sure. Even though I joined late, you know, still Where's pretty cool. A lot, of, a lot of fun pissing each other off with our I picks. Do. Anyways, um, we thank you. Um, this was episode two of MFN Red Zone. Let's get hype for the MFL.